podcast contains explicit content that is not suited for all listeners. Listener discretion advised. Hello and welcome to Bloodshed and Bruise. My name is Tara. And my name is Charlotte. And welcome back after our summer vacation. It is now officially it's spooky September. season. <laughs> it's September! It is. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. As people that have had, you know, haunted Halloween pumpkin things in their house all year round, still freaking excited. Yep. It's definitely more socially acceptable now. I went to work with my orange Halloween tumbler, and my boss was like, ah, Halloween tumbler. It's that time. I guess it's September. I was like, girl, I've been drinking out of this from working from home for months. <laughs> I know. My Halloween stuff does stay out year round pretty much. Yeah. It's actually yeah. like the and it only is... holiday and season that I actually have decor for as well. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and this is what I was talking to my boss about too, it's like I judge Christmas people. I do too, unfortunately. I judge I judge people that, that, like, when November hits and they put up Christmas decorations, right? But I'm, like, that Halloween bitch. So, it, that's so, it's so hypocritical of me. Yeah. I gotta work on it's that. It's okay. <laughs> I gotta be nicer to Christmas everyone people. Has people a, who listen to Christmas music. Everyone has a favorite holiday. They're just being happy. It's like me. Like, with my little pumpkin candle. It brings them joy. I'll let them have Christmas their joy. Christmas people are, like, the Ray Dunn of... Of... Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're just, oh, we're subtle, I feel like. Halloween people are subtle. Like, maybe they have, like, a, you know, a tattoo of a black cat, and, you know, every once in a while you'll go in their house and you'll see something that's a skeleton or whatever. It's subtle. But Christmas people are just, like, built in that shit. Yep. They, they <laughs> sure are. I could spot a Christmas person in July. I know. Miles I away. They radiate. They, <laughs> yeah. they radiate. All right. So, well, on that note, we um, go for it. We, in true Charlotte and Tara fashion, we yeah. went into this thinking we were going to be so organized and ahead of the game, and we had pre-recorded an episode to have for a like and back it was stuff. Good. And it was an amazing <laughs> episode. Charlotte did such a good job on it. It was so interesting. I'm not going to say anything about it because we'll save it and and do it at a little later time. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> I thought what a great plane activity on my way back from Hawaii to edit this episode because you don't need internet to do that so i was going and like prepping the file the night before my flight and i realized that my recording just didn't exist like it just <laughs> it it wasn't XO, XO. wasn't there could not find it anywhere couldn't find it in the trash not on the cloud i searched everywhere i could think of it just didn't exist um so it's yeah it's kind of funny, though, now that I'm thinking about it, because it was, uh, this isn't much of a spoiler, it's, like, one of those, like, solved, unsolved kind of things, and Tara and I, I think, had some pretty convincing theories. We we really did. Someone wiped your computer, Tara. Think, the FBI wiped you your computer. right. But <laughs> I think I'm definitely right. R.I.P. to that episode. You'll get it sometime because I'm not letting Charlotte not do it. We're just going to wait a little bit so yeah. it's not so fresh in our minds. And we can have yeah, we like, don't be real reactions to it again. So I yeah. uh, scrambled this one together in 
a good 45 minutes and it's going to be a blast. It's going to be so fun. I'm excited. I'm also really excited about it because because we're pairing it with some really awesome beers. Yeah. Some really some some really uh on brand beers, I would say. Well, should we crack open our first one? <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a desired first choice? Should we start intense or less intense? Actually, they're all pretty intense. Let's start with the stout. The dark of the moon. You want to start with that yeah. one? That's that's the special one for this year. Oh, really? So this is the Elysian yeah. pumpkin pack. By the way. Yeah, we took the pump. We did. We saw that, and we went for it. It probably just released to grocery stores like this week too. And we waited zero seconds. Okay, I'm going to tell you about this this beer. I'm going to tell you about this beer, possibly, because it's not on their website, because it's always like a kind of a surprise until like recently. I'm going to tell right then. So let's open it. Oh, sweet. All I have is a mason jar lid opener, and I wasn't sure <gasps> if it was going to work, but it did. And it worked, like, quicker than mine did. Oh, smell it. That's actually really good. It's super smooth. And I also lied. This is not special for this year. Um, apparently... Apparently, it's a 2010 silver medalist. <laughs> so this spookily smooth and chocolatey, it is a favorite. And again, 2010 silver medalist. I was like, oh, it's brand new for this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Dark of the Moon is brewed with great western pale, crisp 77 degree crystal, Munich huh. Caravian roasted chocolate, special bee malts, roasted pumpkin seeds in the mash, all the mash. Uh, pumpkin is also in the mash, and it's ke- all in the kettle, and it's all in the fermenter. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Bitter! With the finish of crushed cinnamon, which is what I taste Yeah, I of. could taste cinnamon right away, and I thought I was crazy. It's 7.6%. All right, Tara, I have a question for you mm-hmm. and for all of you out here. It just came to me. It's our icebreaker. We're back to normal episodes, so we'll start doing weird things again. Um, what is your favorite pumpkin-flavored item? Like, what's your favorite pumpkin food? Okay, I really love the pumpkin ravioli from Trader Joe's. It's bomb. I knew you was going to go savory. I am not a yeah. huge PSL person. I do pumpkin pie's bomb. Um, but that's about as sweet as I can go with my pumpkin flavoring. I will have like one or two PSLs per season, probably, just because I feel like I have to. And they are good. They're just 
they're good. just a lot. They're, they're sweet. I gotta get little. Ones. I get the, uh, but I love the yeah. cold fro- cold foam. I was gonna say I get yeah. the cold brew with the pumpkin cold foam on it. That's a lot as more good. manageable for me. But what about you, Charlotte? What's your favorite pumpkin? Well, flavor? on the topic of Starbucks, actually, my favorite pumpkin food item is the pumpkin cream cheese muffin from Starbucks. Is the pumpkin It's like a muffin? pumpkin muffin has cream cheese deep, <gasps> like what? deep inside it. Like the cream cheese icing. Oh my God. It's like basically a cupcake. I need to try but it. Since they call it a muffin. Since they call it a muffin, you could eat it in the morning. Yeah. Yep. It's true. so good. Okay. It's so good and it's seasonal. And I've had like recreate, like people have like recreated. I've had them at other places. I would just say like a pumpkin cream cheese muffin, period. Oh, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Also, the pumpkin scones good. I don't really like scones, but they're good. Pumpkin bread is good. Pumpkin baked items. I just go crazy. Yeah, I love. And that's them. what this. That's why I came up with this because this tastes like. It the, tastes like pumpkin um, bread. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to try that muffin. I've had the Starbucks pumpkin bread before. Really I have not tried the cream cheese muffin. I'm definitely gonna go do that tomorrow because it's Friday. It's so good. It's so, so good. Also, before oh, I get started, Friday. I want to apologize in advance if the beginning of this episode sounded a little bit laggy because I'm in a new house where before me living here, it did not have Wi-Fi at all. So I, uh, I like Christopher Columbus, the Wi-Fi out of this house. And it's really shitty, and Charlotte keeps cutting out, so I don't know if there's points in the beginning where she's, like, talking to me and I missed it, <laughs> because it just freezes randomly. So. It's ironic, because you're doing this disclaimer, and you cut out for, like, 50 seconds. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> there's that one point I'm just, like, staring at you, like, right before we opened up the beer, I'm like... If I talk right now, why be talking over Tara? Because I don't know. Because she's frozen. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so glad, my connection is really bad. Oh, it's frozen right now. So we speak again. Um, so I apologize if that happens. I am uh, going to call my internet provider and see if they can come fix this for me. But until then, we might be a little bit laggy, and it just it it be like that sometimes. It do be like that. Yeah. We need to add some extra time to this episode anyway. Yeah, this is going to be a really <laughs> short one. It needs a little excitement. <laughs> I don't know. You're so freaking so, good. Let's get into it. Shall we? I'm excited. I know nothing. So I didn't even get words. When you think of Aberdeen, like, what... Aberdeen, Washington, by the way. What comes to mind? Perhaps a famous artist? Kirk Cobain. I mean, uh, or, um, yeah, or someone uh, else. <laughs> you cut out. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said Kurt Cobain, like, really fast, oh, and then oh. I tried to play it cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Aberdeen is known for Kurt Cobain, and now, if you're keeping up with the Grace Harbor News, they are known for the insanely transphobic homophobic owner of the star wars shop um so oh true but aberdeen they don't wear masks is there. known for more than just kurt cobain and the crazy star wars shop owner 
It is also home to possibly one of the most prolific serial killers in the United States. I love it when people say prolific serial killers. Today, I'm going to tell you about Billy Goal, the ghoul of Grace Harbor. <laughs> the ghoul! See, it's spooky! Okay, so every time I say goal or ghoul, you have to drink. So I just said goal and ghoul, you have to take two big drinks. All right. Tara, every time you freeze on FaceTime, you also have to take a drink. <laughs> every yeah, every time we freeze, we have to take a drink too because you just had a big old lag. <laughs> I said that to you. Well, I was lagged. I said, <laughs> well, you were lagged. You said every time you have to take a drink in the house, it's gonna it's gonna overlap. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be real so good. So fun. Can't wait to edit right. this. It's gonna be great. So, William F. Goal, take a drink. Fuck. Was born February 6th, 1873 in Germany. But honestly, other than that, oh, cool. not much is known about his early life. And really nothing that comes out of his mouth could be trusted anyway. But what we do know is that at one point in his adult life, he went to the Yukon for the gold rush. But... Drink. I don't think I said ghoul, but that's fine. <laughs> Isn't his last name gold? No, it's ghoul. Or no, goal. Sorry, goal. Billy Goal. Oh, well. I this she fit. Yeah. <laughs> so his name is spelled G-O-H-L. Goal. Ah, So he went to the Yukon for the gold rush, and he was unsuccessful in his hunt for gold, so he moved to Aberdeen and began bartending. Great place for it. Yeah. And Goal, take a drink. Drink. Moved on from the bartending life and became a union worker. At the Sailors' Union of the Pacific in Aberdeen. Goal. Take a drink. Drink. Used his intimidating size and ability to schmooze in order to keep strikes from happening. So, people loved mm. him. Because yeah. unions are allowed to strike. And he kind of just stopped that shit from happening. Because he like intimidated time. people, and he also used that same stature-esque, uh, maybe, to recruit new union members. So he was really kind of killing it. Okay. And I mean, he was a bartender, so he had to be sociable. Yeah, he really was. That's one thing that's noted about him, is he's a sociable guy, and he, had, he was super tall. A really, like, burly, sort of stocky tall guy, though. Um... And he had buzzed hair, but it looked like it was probably blonde, which makes sense because he's born in Germany, and, like, piercing blue eyes. Mm, um, very German. Yeah. So, it was suspected that Ghoul... Take a drink. I feel like I'm going through this bottle so much quicker than I, I get am. through cans. I'm, like, almost done. We have three more beers. <laughs> <laughs> Was already an accomplished criminal. Drink. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I just talked over you because I think you were lagging. 
Still lagging. Take another drink. Oh, God. Okay. I took two. Okay. So it was suspected that Goal was already an accomplished criminal before he became a union worker. And they figured that he was murdering well before he started that career, too. But he must have had some sort of brainchild when he became a union worker. Because he sort of came up with this brilliant strategy that would open the door to him becoming this prolific serial killer. So I will tell you about that after we open our next beer. Oh, thank God. Did you finish yours? My beer's really good, but... Ugh, man. It's... We're gonna have to drink one of the lighter ones. Yeah, it leaves a, um... So, I don't know how to explain it. You know, like, I guess if you have soap in your mouth, not the taste of the soap, but the feeling on how it's, like, kind of squeaky and, like, tacky. Like a film? Kind of, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what this beer makes your mouth feel like. And it's not... It has a good taste, but yeah. It's really good and super smooth at first, but then it kind of gets, like, sticky in your mouth almost. I don't know. Let's do this classic Night Owl. Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Don't mind if I do. I feel like... So, out of all of them, this one, look, is definitely the most familiar. Um... But I don't, I still don't think I've had it. It's definitely lighter. Oh, my God. You and your freaking mason jar thing do not mess I'm around. I'm going to get you one of these. It's amazing. I need one. Mm. Never using a bottle opener again because this. Whoa. We mega right. lost connection. Ooh. I'm taking multiple drinks. Oh, really? Y- you were going for me. I was listening. But no wonder you didn't react because I was making lots of whoa noises. Oh, I'm losing you now, so I'm taking a drink. All right. So the Night Owl, you hear me now? I just started talking about the beers. The Night Owl, which we're drinking now, Mm is 6.7%. is 18 IBUs. It is a pumpkin ale classic true and through and through. Uh, the tasting notes, a very drinkin- drinkable pumpkin ale. It is brewed with pumpkin puree and juice. It's Spiced so and conditioned with ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and oh, allspice. Oh, God, Lord. Fuck me up. It's this so beer is so good. I was not expecting yeah. to like it this much. It's really good. It says it's uh, both roasted and raw pumpkin seeds. They put them in the mash with extra pumpkin, and then they add it to that uh, good old fermenter. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Medium body. Brewed with magnum hops. This one you can find at a lot of places. This is a pretty easy find. Yeah, we just got these for holiday season. Yeah. And I think you can even find these in different states. Because Elysian is brewed... Originally, like, in, in the Washington area, but, like, it's now, it was bought by, like, a Budweiser or something, so it's it's out and about in the world. Sweet. Good to know. And I think when we were at, because Charlotte and I just got these beers from Safeway, and we got the uh, the party pack of pumpkin beers with four different mm-hmm. ones, but I'm pretty sure I saw just a pack of the Night Owl, too. 
Yeah, this one this one comes in um its own pack. It also comes in cans and in bottles and it comes in like singles as well. I've seen all of those things before. The painting of the owl looks very Bob Ross style. It's good. It's good. I'm excited. I'm glad that I like it because with this drinking game we're playing, I'm going to get fucked. Yep. <laughs> so at least I'm drinking something good. <laughs> All right. You ready to get back into it? I am. So as a quick, quick little recap, they suspected that it. Billy Gull, take a drink, was already living the life of crime before his days as a union worker. But when he became a union worker, he kind of saw some more opportunity and really uh, sort of took his crime to the next level. So the union building that he worked at ended up becoming the perfect location for Ghoul to drink to find victims and hide evidence. <laughs> So we all know okay. what a workers union is. But the sailors union at least at the time that Goal was working there take a drink. Um it seemed to be a little bit different than what I think of when I picture unions. Um and sorry, <laughs> my dogs are really going nuts. I love her. <laughs> So the Sailors Union seemed like it was a big building that they had at different popular ports where sailors could kind of go hang out. So it wasn't just like, you know, okay. a teacher's union where they fight for, yeah. you know, fair hours and wage for the teachers. I mean, there's that stuff going on at yeah, the Sailors Union as well, but it was also like a an actual physical place they could go to. So they, these buildings had like cafes and sailors could get their mail here. And it looked like there were lounges and they could have savings accounts there where they could go like drop off their cash and like have it held there for them. And okay. they also could have like safes there to keep their valuables in. So it really was supposed to be like a home away from home because being a sailor seems like a really just naturally unstable lifestyle. And so yeah. you could be established at in the sailors union and kind of have a home at any of the union buildings that for the ports that you were going to. So that's kind of yeah, what Yeah, it seems pretty important yeah, for That's what yeah, I thought too. That job. So I think that's what this Union Pacific was, and feel free to correct me if you know, but that's kind of what I gathered based on the pictures I saw and, like, what I sort of read about the history of the buildings. But anyway, that's where Billy Gold, take a drink, was working. Oh. And Billy Gold ended up becoming the head honcho. Fuck. At the Aberdeen Sailors Union of Pacific. And oftentimes, he would even work alone. Oh, because he's trusted man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So the sailors passing through Aberdeen would often immediately go to the Union Building and drop off their valuables, maybe stow some of their cash away, kind of clean up and shower a little bit, and probably, you know, ask about the city of Aberdeen, you know, what do we do here? What can, where can we stay? Nearby spots. So they would do that. They'd check in and then they'd be on their way to go out to the bars. And at the time, the abundant amount of sex workers. Oh yeah. We talked about that in the Kurt Mm -hmm. Cobain episode, didn't we? Yep. There were a lot at the time. So. Forgot about that. (laughs) Apparently, there's still <laughs> a lot of sex workers in a- the Aberdeen Hoquam area, but I never see them. I ain't seen them. Maybe it's because I'm used to them in Seattle, and they're so in your face everywhere that you just yeah, don't, don't really know, know, know them here. I don't know. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. It's a good place to be. Aberdeen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's your place. I love it. I wasn't joking. (laughs) I wasn't being so serious. (laughs) So, anyway, the sailors would check in. They'd go out on the town uh, and likely would not be coming back. So, I will explain that momentarily, but we're going to open our next beer. I really liked that one. I did too. <laughs> Only had we we didn't lag that whole time. All right, let's do the <laughs> We really didn't. Can you say that one more time, please? <laughs> Which bar? Say pumpkin chino. <laughs> oh, pumpkin chino. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called drunk chino. You swine. Is it really? It's pumpkin chino, isn't it? Am I really? Is that, that dumb? a D or a P? It's a P. It's a pumpkin beer. It has to be a P. I'm gonna do it. Okay, I think you're right. It's a. He said you called me the swan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, punk, I'm the swine. Which, I'm the swine. Punk, <laughs> punkuccino, <laughs> which obviously is a coffee pumpkin ale. This one's the lightest uh, ABV. ABVs. Oh my, is Jordan open yours? No, that was oh. my, I can't find my opener. Clover, did you take it? Oh. I say, you were really showing it off last time. That's probably it. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm going to like I this one. I cannot find it. Clover, where did you put it? Oh, shut up. Oh, found it. Did you see how fast that was? I, it was, I mean, Light the whole speed. time you were looking, I was trying to open up mine. Yeah. I gotta get more water to clear my palate. Okay, you know what? Not loving this. Not gonna lie. Not loving it. I'm not either, and this sounds just like me, so I just, like, swirled a bunch of water around my mouth. I'm gonna try to, like, start over. It tastes Like, hi, nice to meet you. I've never had this beer. You know the canned Starbucks Frappuccinos? It tastes like the caramel one. Um, yeah. It just tastes 
artificial. And we're not supposed to read the descriptions before we do it, but because Tara was taking so long I'm opening so up, I read the description <laughs> and I saw that it said that it was made from Stumptown Coffee and I got really excited. Yeah, that's a huge letdown. Yeah, this isn't my fave. They need to have it's us the lightest AB in the so far. Six per- <sighs> I'm really mm-hmm. excited for you to try Hoquem Brewing's pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's so I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited too. They have lots of new beers. And I'm glad that they're um, going outside of their comfort zone. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay. I'm burping a lot. All right, so here's your tasting notes for the 6% zero IBU coffee pumpkin ale. It is a pumpkin ale with the attitude of a world-weary barista. Pumpkachino packs a short shot of Stumptown coffee in your pint with just a shake of cinnamon and nutmeg. Doesn't that sound so freaking good? Doesn't taste like <laughs> it. <laughs> There's lactose in this, though, for you vegan bitches. <laughs> and you lactose intolerant Someone hoes. Someone needs to cut <laughs> Charlotte off. <laughs> this is only my third one. I'm going to check this second one. so fast. Well, and I chucked the first one that was like 9% or whatever. I think it was like 7.9%. <laughs> I'm out here, like, personally victimizing all of my, uh, all my vegan... <laughs> Tolerant <laughs> listeners. Yeah. But yeah, we are mega lactose. It says in large letters on the bottle that it contains lactose, so no drinky for you. You're not missing out on <laughs> Yeah, it's really not good. <laughs> We've had some good lactose beers before, but that's not one of them, honey. Nope, nope, nope. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into it whether Charlotte's ready or not. I just chugged it thinking it would make it better. <laughs> I'm crying. Jeez, you look like you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I actually might gag after that one. Oh, that's rough. Okay, I'm gonna take a couple more drinks while Charlotte does that, and then we'll uh, then we'll get back into it. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. there we go. I feel a lot better now. I'm sure that feels I see good. The burp. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. When sailors came into the Union <sighs> Building. Billy Gold, take a drink, would use his... Oh. <laughs> Show me that can. Was that the pumpkin chino? Cheater? Cheater? Uh-huh. No, it's <laughs> chino. You want me to vom? I'm on my, like, white... Sitting on top of my white comforter on my bed. <laughs> it's gonna smell like pumpkin chino forever if I puke. <laughs> All right. So, all right. Um, Billy Gold, take a drink, would use his smoothie ways to find out if they had. That's two. <laughs> if they had family nearby or people who would miss them, essentially. Oh, that's actually really I sad. Because so, a lot of sailors don't. I know. So, once he got that information on whether they had oh, a family man. or people nearby, Tara that froze. Them, that means I have to he'd drink find another out what one kind of, of cash and valuables they had on them. And that was probably really easy to do because remember, you could have savings accounts and like safes there to keep your valuables in. So, he yeah. would probably just 
simply be able to ask them, like, hey, do you need a savings account or a locker or anything for your valuables? Like, what do you got on you? You know? Aberdeen, it's kind of a, a rough city out there. If you have valuables, you might want to tell me about it so I can advise you on if you want to leave them here. And he was very trustworthy yeah. and charismatic. So... If you found out that a sailor was kind of just passing through, really no family so in town, pissed. and had a somewhat desirable amount of cash or valuables, they would often never be seen again. That makes me so sad. Go take a drink. It almost makes me as sad as how many times you keep freezing while I'm drinking this nasty syrup. Okay, well, here. you have to take a drink because I said, Goal, you have to take another drink because I froze. So he would kill these men by shooting them. Then he would take all of their valuables and then dispose of the body in the Wishkar River, which ran right behind the building into the harbor. Have I seen that thing? Um, I think so. Is that the one that we go over all the time? Mm, Probably. Yes. Yes. Is the one with the bridge to Hoquam or nah? That's a different one. That's... I don't know if those rivers, like, connect, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'll find it later. I'll find it later. (laughs) They all have bodies in them. Yeah, they, they literally all do. Oh, God. This is a really... They're painful uh, verbs. Like, P&W probs here. But do you ever just, like, you're driving down the highway and <laughs> you wonder yeah. how many bodies are in the woods next to you. Or like you're walking by a river and you wonder how many bodies are at the bottom of that river. Oh yeah. All the time. It's just crazy. It's, I also do it in other places too. Like I was in Chicago over the weekend and there's so many, like, rivers and lakes and things. And I'm like, oh, how many bodies down there? So I think it's just, like, a fucked up true crime person thing. Yeah, I also think it's a Pacific North- Northwest thing, too. Because we've had so many serial killers here. And so so many opportunities to hide bodies around Yeah, here. we have really thick woods and really deep yeah. lakes. Um. Yeah. Chicago. What are some Chicago serial killers? If you know, let us know. I mean, there's, you know, the big one. Yeah. The Chicago Five. Know what it is? Oh, I was thinking of H.H. Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) You love him. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We got really off track there. Oh, that's the big one. Anyway. Yeah, I drink a lot of good beer in Chicago, so I'd love to do an episode on it. Keep going. We'll do it later. Yeah, later, later. go for it. Go for it. So some reports say that there was a chute in the Union Building that fed right into the oh. Wishkar River. So sailors would come through. Yeah. He'd get their, uh, you know, he'd get their MO. If they have family and their valuables they have, he'd shoot them. And then there was a chute right in his place of work that went into the Wishkar River. Convenient. So. Do you think that was, like, something he scoped out before working there, maybe? Like, 
something on his checklist um, before? No, I doubt it because just, this guy's lifestyle is really chaotic. Like, born in Germany, immigrated here, went to the gold rush, failed, moved to Aberdeen, started bartending. I think he he just was an opportunist. Just needed yeah. yeah, I don't think he's much of a planner. And we'll, we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so within a few years of Billy Gold, take a drink, moving to Aberdeen, Fuck. the town got the reputation as, quote, the port of missing men. Oh. Authorities pulled 41 bodies okay. out of the Wishkar River between 1909 and 1912, suggesting that Gold, take a drink, Killed at least 41 people in just three years. That's worse than Gary Ridgway. Damn. Gary Ridgway killed like 49 in like 15 years. Something like that. Yeah, but that man got off to to being a big deal. So he said that there was way more than that. Yeah. Nasty, nasty. Pacific Northwest killers. Yep. Something in the water up here, Ew. folks. Stay away. We don't want you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Alright, let's... Um... Ugh. My tum-tum hurts. Actually, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go a little... I'm gonna say a little bit more, and then we're gonna open our last beer. So, again... You love to torture me. The thing is, Tara, I think that I will hate the next beer more. Uh, you lagged. I'm gonna take a drink, and you need to take a drink too. Okay. Charlotte is the easiest person to peer pressure. <laughs> That's so true. Don't ever like not just in hey. In drinking, listen to me, but like, if any of you shits ever peer pressure my best friend, I'll fucking kill you. Only I get to. <laughs> Because I'll do it. That's like that thing, that like old saying, like, if your friends jump off a bridge, would you too? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell, like, say less. It would take zero, like, zero seconds to me to, like, do whatever the fuck someone told me. <laughs> okay. Accept me, choose me, love me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even screw the lid on my water bottle. <laughs> I needed to be cut off so long ago. I love this. And I still got one more beer and it's an imperial. <laughs> <laughs> this is like D.B. Cooper almost. Oh, you're right. right. You're right. It's almost that bad. Okay. So, Charlotte, pop quiz. How many bodies were pulled out of the river? 46. 41. None. None were pull- pulled out. Oh, that was close. You were. <laughs> that was a trick question at first. You were. <laughs> I'm just I'm just doing a recap. So 41 bodies were pulled out of the Wishkar River between 1909 and 1912, suggesting he killed 41 people in three years. And whenever these men would turn up in the river, Gold, take a drink, would often be right there acting Ugh. shocked and devastated that his sailor and... A member of his union was murdered again. Acting queen. Acting queen. Um, Give that man an Oscar. So Gold, take a drink, actually became one of the (sighs) biggest critics of Aberdeen law enforcement at the time. 
demanding that they mm. weren't doing enough to catch the killer. An actor and, and a critic. They weren't they weren't doing enough to protect his men because he was the union leader of the sailors. Like he had to protect them. Although he was the one murdering all of them, so that's sick, honestly. Um Wow. We love it. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Get this man an Oscar. Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to open up our last beer, and you're frozen, so I'm going to take a drink, and you take a drink if you can hear me. Oh, you didn't freeze for me. I can hear you. That's a cop-out. Or ending it big. This one's a high. I am. I just have to open this one. Oh, with the other one? Yeah, I lost Okay, this is our heaviest boy. Rip, you got to get on that. You need, like, a, a necklace. Oh, found it. It's our heaviest boy. This is the Great Pumpkin. So here's the D D D D D Leo. Uh, Elysian does this like Great Pumpkin beer festival every year. I'm going this year, so if you're going and let's meet up. But but also don't murder me because I'll have a crew of very scary people. Anyway, including me, th- they like put this beer, I think, in in a giant pumpkin. They hollow out the pumpkin. They put all the beer in it and then they close the pumpkin and they just like they tap the pumpkin for the festival. So, you know what this tastes that. like, Charlotte? And I really need you to use your imagination. Oh, here. You're fucking so, you know, like what a turducken is. Did you hear me? What? <laughs> you froze. Take a drink. I didn't hear anything you said, but I'm sure it was great. I told you. Oh, I already drank I'm for really going to need you to. No, that's bullshit. Take another drink. The the people heard me. I have a deep <laughs> So do you know what a turducken is? Yeah. A turkey, a duck, and a chicken all in yeah, one. Yeah, all mashed together. So, Which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I love too. science. Did you say you love science? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you not? That's science. Science. Or culinary Poultry arts. science, if you want to be exact. Yeah. <laughs> culinary science is probably more correct. So this is like the turducken of fall... Pumpkin beers. Items. I'm picturing... Oh, like, yeah. A block of caramel inside an apple inside a pumpkin. It also tastes like kettle corn, though. Do you taste that? That might be, ridiculous? like, the carameliness that I'm picking up. Maybe. There's definitely... There's definitely something in the water, though. Well, here's, here's the thing I just read here. This... Is the world's first imperial pumpkin air ale? <laughs> I can't even speak. I like burp every other word. Some about them pumpkin ales. All right, let's talk about all the mash. Right, I love talking about the mash. So these are roast pumpkin seeds right in the mash. The extra pumpkin added in that mash. They kettle. They fermenter. They put that spice of that cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and allspice. They Put that bitch in a pumpkin. They ferment it. And that's that's what Ferminer. their description says word for word. 
<laughs> no, I made. I, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, I just, I just added a little glitter. Yeah, if you are in uh, Elysian's marketing crew, hit me up. I got you. I can make your yeah. captions more exciting. I think I already told you this is eight point four percent. So this is our heaviest girl, and it has no IBUs. No IBUs. That's interesting. I think it's zero. Pretty like the last one. The first, the first two had IBUs. This, the last two did not. Okay. Okay. For I recently realized though, with no IBUs, I get a more of a syrupy taste with those beers. Is I that, was is just that, about to say. It's like for our listeners who might know more about the beer making process and beer than we mm-hmm. would. Why do some beers have IBUs but others don't when they're clearly very bitter? Like this beer, I think is bitter. But it doesn't have an IBU scale. I think it's on real it. sweet. It's really sweet, but just let it linger in your mouth for a second. It's pretty bitter. That's the allspice. <laughs> <laughs> May contain sediment. Um, May contain sediment. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. I'm going to get back into it. So Billy Gold, take a drink, (laughs) eventually does what all serial killers do. What do all serial killers do, Charlotte? Um, Fuck up. They fuck up. So he found (laughs) a really... Was that really it? Yeah. Take a drink to that one. Actually, in fact, take three drinks because I said, Goal, you got it right and you lagged. So three drinks. Hold on. Beautiful drinker. Okay. So he found a super sick pocket watch on one of his victims. And he loved it. And this pocket watch had the name August Schluster engraved on it. Oh, honey. He, How many August Schlusters? Do you <laughs> exactly. Know? Just wait for it because the plot fucking thickens with this one. Like, this is where the story gets really oh, no. interesting. That means one in a million. So he right, really wanted to take it, but he assumed that selling a dead man's pocket watch with his name engraved on it would get him caught. So he put it back on the put it back in the pocket and disposed of the body. Okay. Flash forward. However long, I actually don't know how much longer, but we're we're fast forwarding. A body was found and goal, take a drink, goes to help identify the dead sailor and he goes, "Oh yeah, that's my that's my boy August." Uh, mm-hmm. like yeah, I know that guy. That's August Schluster. But little did Billy Gold know, take a drink. That's August Schluster's gay lover. That was the name of the goddamn watchmaker. Not the dead man. (laughs) 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 That's hilarious. Okay, take a drink to that. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. He thought he was being so smart. He did. 
Because, I mean, that's what he's been doing this whole time, is he meets these men. He gets their story, what, where their family is, what kind of possessions they have. And then he kills them, and then he helps identify them to look like the good guy, and then ridicules the cops for not doing enough to catch the killer. So he probably yeah. figured he was doing the same thing with August Schluster. Maybe he didn't he, he didn't get his name <laughs> and the exchange that time. Maybe he was getting a little sloppy and yeah. um, thought he was getting away with it. But they were like, oh. Well, actually, this man's name is Fred Nielsen. Nowhere fucking close Ugh. to August Schluster. Every other bitch is named Fred Nielsen. Exactly. And they were like, how would you have known that his pocket watch was made by watchmaker August, August Schluster unless you had seen this pocket watch, which was found on his dead body. Perhaps maybe you saw it after you killed him? Maybe he's checking in. Pulled out it and, like, turn around or whatever. <laughs> oh, you froze up, you prank. <laughs> um, so, anyway, he ends up getting arrested. I don't know what happens Rip. between then and his time of arrest. But... He's arrested in 1913 and would spend the rest of his life in jail because Washington repealed its death penalty in 1912. So he was just a year. Oh, interesting. A year shy. Okay, pause right here, Charlotte. This is a really right, uh, deep question. You froze. Anticipation, yeah. Would you rather get a life sentence or a death penalty? Death penalty. Same. Absolutely same. I was like, is that insensitive? But death penalty? Like, for me, yeah. personally? No, I was like, like, like me choosing death penalty over life sentence, is that insensitive? No, I don't think so. No. And that's why I'm saying, for me, personally, I would want the death penalty. And maybe that's because we're good people. I don't know. Yeah. Because we don't want to live in, in because a lot of the people who are in prison and are are taking deals to avoid the death penalty, like I don't know, Gary Ridgeway, for example, they're really obsessed with being alive. Stop saying his name. Yeah, no, I, that's one thing that's like I think that recently they've realized that sometimes the death penalty is like a prize rather than a punishment. So that's why they're they're giving more people life sentences that are horrible people yeah, rather than death know. penalties. I mean, yeah, the death penalties aren't as common right now in 2021 or whatever. But they're, they are doing, like, a lot of really horrible people. So they have all that time to, like, think about the horrible things they did and slowly torture themselves. Because that's way more yeah. of a... Um, yeah, that's, that's really just, a gray area. Way more of a pain than just immediately dying. I think so. Really a gray area. I think it's a way worse sentencing. I do too. Is life sentence. I, I absolutely do. But I also understand why the death penalty would be given in certain situations. 
And I'm really in the middle. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's giving the government too much power to decide if someone can die or live. I don't know. Yeah, I think about, like, the, I mean, because, of course, I think about this, but, like, the Manson girls, mm-hmm. um, they originally were given the death penalty, but then Colorado, not Colorado, California got rid of it, so then they were all life sentences. And some of them ended up being, like, really good people. They were just under the grips, yeah. the grasp of a really horrible person. I mean, they all, you know, died in jail or are currently in jail, but they are really able to, like, figure out they, you know, like dive into themselves and really digest the crimes they did. And then, you know, they started like knitting and met Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And awesome. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So that's a deep dive on that. Yeah. Okay. Traitors. So back to this, he (laughs) evaded the death penalty by a year. So he spent his life in jail. He was found guilty of two murders, but everyone knew he was responsible for at least 40 and more likely in the hundreds. Yeah. I was going to say, right after he did that one, did they immediately link him to all of the no, other ones? No, well, because they lacked the technology and, like, training at the time to do yeah, that yeah. because this was in the early 1900s. So they just were really difficult to prove, but everyone knew that he was responsible for those 41 bodies that they pulled out of the river in that three-year span. Because they were all sailors, all the same thing, yeah. like, didn't have family. That yeah. That was his thing. And were found with empty It all adds up. So everyone knew he was responsible for those, but they just really had no way of proving it at the time. So mm. he lived out the rest of his days at Walla Walla State Penitentiary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I really stumbled over that one. <laughs> Walla Walla State Penitentiary. Yeah, that word is really difficult for me to say. Penitentiary. I was like, I thought you killed it. Penitentiary. Penitentiary. There's certain words that I can't say, and I say them really. Pen. I say them really fast, so that people don't notice. And I actually, fun fact, can't say brewery. I just say it really fast so that nobody notices. That's what I used to do when I was a trivia host. (laughs) Brewery. And then everyone call me out on it. Like, you just can't say Massachusetts. Brewery. I'm like, I brewery. can't. Brewery. Brewery. <laughs> brewery. Brewery. I can't say brewery. I, add, I think I add extra brewery It's in a there. really brewery. hard word to say. I can't say it. I think I add an extra ER in Anyway. There. Brewery. He died at the Walla Walla State Penitentiary in 1927 from <laughs> pneumonia. <laughs> On top ah, of pneumonia, right. he had a nasty bacterial skin infection. Ew. And on top of pneumonia and a skin infection, he had dementia. Dementia he was not that was caused by syphilis. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it just got worse. I know. It just got worse. It was worse. just one See, after, that is after another. My, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying, though, with the life sentence and stuff. Like, you, you, you end up dying from a whole bunch of nasty shit like that. And that's way more painful than someone just... Putting you in an electric chair or whatever. They give you a pill these days. Oh, fuck like, yeah. If they just give you a pill, absolutely. Some people do. It just depends. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I I mean, yeah. I can say a lot of insensitive things about that. But it's like, yikes. 
Yeah. Also, did anyone notice like very early on, Tarot was naming this man with first and last names so that I would drink all the time? And then towards the end, she just kept calling him like he. (laughs) It's good for me. So that is the story of Billy Gull, take a drink, the ghoul of Gray's Harbor. Some people even say you can still see his ghost at Billy's Bar in Aberdeen. <gasps> Does he have what is it called Billy's Bar? It's called Billy's Bar. It's called Billy's. No way. Can, is it named after him? So I tried to like I don't think it's named after him, but it is a really historical bar that has been around like since he would have been in Aberdeen. I was going to say, is is that where he bartended? I don't think... Maybe. The original owner was Billy something, and it wasn't Billy Gold, take a drink. Mm. Um, But Billy Gold, take a drink, might have worked there. Uh, I wasn't able to find that, but they do say you can see his ghost there, and that could be bullshit, or it could be true, so maybe we'll have to go. Is it, like, can you see it, like, in the mirror? There's a lot of haunted bars, like, in the Seattle area that I've gone to, um, and they always say, like, in the bathrooms you can see them and feel them. So maybe, maybe I'll go to the men's the restroom next time. I went there recently, and I mm. used the women's restroom, and I couldn't see anything that's what he kills right he kills men men, right so yeah i'll use the men's restroom next time i go me too yeah tara and i like to do that yeah (laughs) we do (laughs) together (laughs) bold (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right well shall we rank these beverages I mean, we, like, really went into these bitches. All right, I'm trying to put them in, like, order from my top my top favorite to least favorite, so then I at least know, like, how it goes. You're big time lagging. Take a drink. Oh, no. I'm going to drink from the first one, because I'll figure out what it tastes like. Oh, it's a pumpkin spice bread. I really like this one. Oh, yeah, you just reminded me that I have to go to Starbucks in the morning. Mm-hmm. Let me spice the muffin. Fuck. Okay, both of these are walking free. The Dark Oldie Moon Pumpkin Stout and the Elysian Night Owl are both Elysian walking Night free. Owl is walking free. The Dark of the Moon, I think, is on parole. I like it a lot. Tara. What? It would taste so good with... Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> it would. But still, it's my so problem, as the last yeah. stout we drove, we drank, is that I only yeah. have raspberry cheesecake ice cream right now, so I can't test the theory, because it wouldn't taste good with that. But you're right, with a vi- scoop of vanilla? Yeah. Scoop of chocolate, mm. scoop of vanilla, don't waste my time. If you know what quote that movie is from, I will literally propose to you right now. Is this the same one where the guy said that that he could taste all the whatever (laughs) goes with everything? (laughs) That one he said in our one episode, 
Yeah, he said. I've probably talked about this multiple he'll pair times. It. Yes. Is it the one that he does the pairings? With the ice yeah, cream. I almost can freaking remember the name of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was more addressing our listeners. Like That's if any it. of our That's listeners it. knew what movie quote that was that I would propose. I mean, I don't know it's from. I just know because you've quoted it. <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite movies. I can't believe I haven't made you watch it yet. I don't know which one I like least. Probably this one. Ugh. <laughs> Is that the pumpkin chino? Or the great pumpkin? So, there is a place that exists that makes a really good pumpkin spice latte beer. It's Lucky Envelope. And last year, I was going crazy. They called it the pumpkin emoji. It was so good. And I hope they bring it back. And so, I always have super high hopes for, like, when people can buy- try to combine coffee and pumpkin and beers. Uh, usually they're disappointing. I'll follow this one under disappointing. Yeah, it is quite disappointing. Yeah. I'm gonna give that... I just... Honestly, I'm gonna just go ahead and lock it up for life, like our friend Billy Gold take a drink, um, because I would never drink that by choice, ever. Yeah. I'm gonna life it as well. Okay. Because I wouldn't even, like, recommend it to someone. No. You know? Neither would I. That's the difference with this one, with the Elysian, the Great Pumpkin. I'm just going to give it a prison sentence. That's exactly um, what I was going to do. Because I would recommend it to people. Yeah, I really don't like it. I think that the flavor profile is too jarring to my little taste buds. It's, like, really sweet, but surprisingly tart at the same time. I just, it's too much going on. I can't do it. Imperials taste like syrup. But I think someone would would really like it. And that's the thing that I really like about beer festivals, especially, like, seasonal, like, fall pumpkin festivals, is that you just get an itty-bitty little taste. So I'm sure if I just got a little itty-bitty, like, tiny beer festival glass taste of that, I would love Mm -hmm. it. But, like, a whole bottle? Too much for this homegirl. Yeah, it is way too like, much. Like, I can't. Yeah. But those first two, I drink them tomorrow. I drink them the next day. <laughs> and the next day. I drink day. them the next day. <laughs> so good. <laughs> True. The best thing that ever happened to this episode, the story, of course, is really great, but... Malaysian pumpkin pack. (laughs) So much. Take so many fucking drinks for that because I did not hear a single word you said. Oh, it was funny. I'm going to finish this one. You froze that entire time. Oh, rip. It was funny. Well, say it again. I want to hear it. Can I tell you something? I don't remember what I said. I'm a little <laughs> drunk. <laughs> well, I'll have to go back and listen to it, then. My, my short. You're going to have to go back and listen to this whole damn I thing think because just for it's funsies, all over the place. I think for funsies, I'm not going to edit it, though, because it's so... <laughs> so There's going to be so many parts we're talking at the same time over each other with the total different subject <laughs> just because the other person is froze and we don't know <laughs> And we think that we're having conversation, but we're just having whole different things. Saying whole different ideas. <laughs> I love it. It's okay, because we're having a good time. I am. 
I hope you are. I'm having a great time. <laughs> if you did have a good time, you can let us know by reaching mm. out to us via Instagram. Bloodshed and Bruce. Or on our Facebook. Bloodshed and Bruce. Or send us an email. Bloodshed and Bruise at gmail.com. Damn, you nailed that. I was expecting you to get the email address wrong. Hey, here's the thing. If you have a really good pumpkin beer that you want us to drink, because we're going to want to drink a lot of these throughout the, the season, most at the festival, throughout the season, um, email it to us, please. Yeah, please do. We would love that. We love them. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.